Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. Let's circle up, folks, because it's time for the Virginia Wrestling Roundup, a show by the Virginia Wrestling Association. The Virginia Wrestling Roundup is also brought to you by Cliff Keen Athletic, built for life. Get more information on Cliff Keen products by going to matttalkonline.com slash cliffkeen. I'm Jason Bryant, a proud Virginia native, and each month we'll talk about relevant events and topics as it relates to the landscape of VAWA and the wrestling community in the state of Virginia at large. As always, you can find out all you need to know about VAWA by going to virginiawrestling.com. Episode 14 of the Virginia Wrestling Roundup. I wish I could be a beast like John Borst. But anyway, my name is Jason Bryant. Today joining us is Executive Director Nathan Coburn and our... Good friend whose son just celebrated his 18th birthday. It's Mr. Brian Hazard. Brian Hazard, your son is 18. You've got to feel like an old man. I am an old man. I'm a very old man. I uh, I, I always think of myself as 27, and then all of a sudden I have an 18-year-old, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Funny how you and I have this, this weird association with the age 27. We won't even go there, but... <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Mr. Hazard, it's uh, we we didn't have a chance to have your your dulcet tones on uh, last episode because we were introducing the wonderful world of Virginia wrestling and uh, those on the Matt Talk Podcast Network to Mr. Coburn. But uh, let's let's just get your your basically thoughts on how he's doing so far. I mean, one one plus that he's got is when you look at his name on a piece of paper, you're not going to mispronounce it. Uh, so he's got that over Andrew, but uh, how, how's how is the young chap done in his first couple months on the gig in 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 the eyes of the hazard? You know he's doing he's doing a nice job. He uh, he came in at the really the toughest time. He, his first gig was Fargo. When you get to Fargo, uh, it can be pretty daggum stressful. Um, but you know he's around. Um, he's really working the clubs. He's getting in front of people. Uh, he's got a great presence about him. Uh, we played golf the other day. He got a hole in one at the George Mason University golf tournament. Unfortunately, it wasn't a hole where you want a car where you could have had that for his gig. But um, he's doing a, r- a really nice job, and it's good to have some young blood. Uh, Andrew was fantastic. And, you know, anytime there's change, it's tough. But he's uh, his youth is is definitely a plus and, and his professionalism as well. So we like having him. Wait, wait, wait. Hole in one? For real? Is, is Brian making this up, or did you actually get a hole in one? Oh, man. It's the truth. It's the truth. Hole number three, bull run. Yep. Did miss out on uh, getting a motorcycle with it, though, and that would have helped with gas, but uh, it's all good. And and let me get this straight. This was an actual goal. This wasn't one of those things that had the windmill and, like, Fozzie Bear going, waka, 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 nah. as you know. No, real nah, hole. Nah, man, 100, 148 yards like, out, had my 7-iron. 
Yeah. We were like, hey, that's a good shot. And we walked up to the green and we didn't see the ball. And it was like, oh, it's in the hole. So cool. I'd never seen one before. <laughs> oh, it's in the hole. Junoho, I, I want to. I'm going to edit this in and put some put some Caddyshack lines in here. No, I'm, ac- I'm actually not because that would be that would be too much work. But a uh, couple things to talk about, as as I alluded to in the open, uh, John Borst is kind of beastly. He won the Super 32. Other placers, Killian Cardinal and Jeffrey Allen. We will talk a little bit about that event uh, later on. But uh, big events coming up on the weekend as we record this on October 25th. The 29th and 30th, VAWA in action. We've got an elementary dual squad heading up to Malvern Prep in Pennsylvania. And we've got an event down at Ocean Lakes High School in Virginia Beach on October 29th, the VAWA Fall Classic and Halloween Havoc. And then on the 30th in D.C. at St. John's College High School, the first annual Crush Cancer Multi-State Tournament. And, Brian, this one's one that that, that hits close to home. And uh, for those that are in the Northern Virginia area, they already know this news. But for those around the state, uh, you know, Rick, Rick Jones, your longtime assistant and longtime coach in the state of Virginia, as well as, uh, you know, father to Brent and Wes and Matt and, you know, so many, you know, coach to so many wrestlers and been on our VAWA staff for a number of years. Uh, he, he's battling a tough, tough, tough bout of cancer right now. Why don't you just fill us in on what's going on with this and how we can help out Rick and the family? Yeah, it's been a, um, it's been a struggle. You know, I've, I've been coaching with Rick for 20 years. Um, you know, he's been, uh, we, we've had our ups and our downs and our side to sides, but, you know, really when it comes down to it, he's one of my closest friends. He's just an amazing man. And he, um, last year at NCAAs, he was having some trouble breathing. And so they went into the doctor and they thought he had collapsed the lung. And when they went into the lung, they found this, uh, large cell cancer in, in the lung. And, uh, and since then it's morphed into a small cell into his spinal cord and, he was really struggling right now. Uh, he's at Johns Hopkins um, University Hospital Bayview, and um, he he's, he needs our our support, our prayers, our thoughts, our love, and um, and he's he's really battling it, and 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 um, it's it's been really tough for our our state and, and especially for our program at Robinson. But he, um, I, I did put together a Facebook um, GoFundMe page for him. Uh, to just offset some of the expenses. And, you know, it's amazing when you look at how much things cost, especially when it comes into the medical world. You think you, your insurance covers a lot of things until you look at your bill and you're like, holy mackerel. So between the travel and between the medical care and between just logistical stuff that goes into, you know, being a patient, he uh, he could use our help. So if you go to my Facebook page, um, it's on there. And uh, we're trying to help his family as much as possible. Not not necessarily um, any more than just the financial side, but you know they need our 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 love too. Yeah, we'll put the link to the GoFundMe page in the show notes for this episode. So if you go to vawa.madtalkonline.com uh, slash fourteen, if you're listening to it on the web or if you're listening on uh, via the podcast app or Overcast or any of the other ones, you will have the link there for. The GoFundMe page right now about sixty eight hundred dollars has been raised. Uh, Brian has you started this just you know two weeks ago and already you know sixty eight hundred bucks in two weeks is is nothing to sneeze at. No, it isn't, and and uh, it just shows you you know he has a uh, a following, a love, and people know Rick. Uh, you know, as a as a quirky guy, but but I tell you what, he would give you the shirt off his back if you asked him. And the people who he's coached over the years love him like a father, and uh, you know. For all he's given, uh, I just hope 
the folks will give back. Yeah, you know, I'm one of these people. I've given Rick Guff over the years, and he's given it right back. And it's just one of those things, like you know, we we sit around and then be like, "Oh, there's Rick," and you just it will all automatically devolve into a let's tell funny Rick Jones stories. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many times? Just when you look at Rick Jones in the corner, and when Brent, Matt, or any of his kids, or anybody, it, mostly his kids. Mainly, I noticed this more with Brent because that was when I when Brent was in eighth grade. You know, throwing people, you know, on their heads is you know, it's like you know just. He's like, he's not worried. But then Brent gets in these matches with like Bond and, and Matt Macy Ag, and it's just like he's, he's just like he's all tensed up. There's the the jaw gets out, you know, it looks and he's just grr. You, you know, know, know that I have the face on right now. So do I. I'm thinking here's that, the thing. That trademark grin. You're listening to this, but you know exactly what we're talking about. So <laughs> Rick Jones, we're sending our thoughts and prayers, and uh, those out there again. Hit the GoFundMe page. Uh, I'll actually create. I'm, I'm going to write this down right now. Go to MattTalkOnline.com slash Rick Jones. I'm going to make that a link that will go right to the GoFundMe page. So as long as I don't have another file named Rick Jones, and I, I won't have to go back and edit this. But uh, if you're hearing this, that means I did edit it, and it worked. But uh, talk a little bit about that. And now as, as we move forward in talking about these events, uh, Nathan, what's one thing you, you're discovering about the preseason world of, of folk style wrestling? Because back in the day, coming through, it was uh, you know it was hit or miss. You know there was there was short pump, and there was maybe one. There was Great Bridge all or Indian River actually had a really good tournament, and I'm not even sure if that was a, a USA event back in the day. But there would be just a few and far between, and this is before the Super 32 and the Delaware Fall Classic. What have you seen now from from a state organization side that says you know what, these fall preseason tournaments are? They're important for our kids. They're important for VAWA. Well, the Fall Classic, obviously, is kind of a last-chance effort for a lot of these kids to show what they're made of coming into the regular season as far as where they are in the caliber and the state. And it really shows what they the effort they've put forth in the uh, offseason. Super 32, obviously, one of the uh, most nationally renowned and toughest tournaments and uh, all these other turn, all these more local tournaments are here just to really show the in-state uh, rivalries and see how the kids are going to do with in-state foes. And Hazard, you know, having coached through all of this, this morphing of the monster tournament, the preseason tournament. I mean, how has the game changed a little bit for you getting your kids prepared when it's still football season? You don't actually have official high school practices yet, and it's just like, all right, uh, club guys, let's go. Yeah, I love to hate them. Um, and I, you know, driving five hours down to Greensboro, uh, and I know that's a short distance compared to a lot of people who are there. Uh, it's just such, uh, um, you know, just a hammer tournament. And, you know, like we had, uh, four guys go and all four of them wrestled guys who were ranked in the top two or three in the nation during the tournament. And you look and you're like, dang, man, you know, it's so hard to place anyway. And they wrestle these guys, but, as, as when you're there, you're like, this really sucks. I hate this. I hate this grind. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But the best part about these big tournaments is, is that preseason, it shows some of the weaknesses that wouldn't show up necessarily. If you went to a, a local tournament where you just walk through and get your medal, you're seeing exactly what you're doing wrong. You're seeing your complete weaknesses. And before the season starts, you have a, you can set some different goals into what you really need to work on to be the best in the nation. And, uh, and so, you know, reflecting back on the tournament, it's awesome when you get to wrestle the number one, number two, number three kid in the nation, because you never get to get to see them, uh, 
during our high school season, really, unless you are wrestling in Iron Man or Beast or but or or Doc uh, B out in California, and so it's it's a it's a great ability to be able to go and and uh, and compete there. Yeah, and let's use Borst as an example because he's at Shirando, and uh, again, forgive me for not knowing what class they are because of the freaking six Four. seven class system we got, and let's not go down that that rabbit hole yeah, again. Let's but not get into that. <laughs> they were double A when I was in high school, so I would assume they're either four A or three A right now. So, and Shirando not a power program in terms of uh, going to the Iron Man or the Beast. So this is exa- an example where, if not, it's the folk style example of him going to Fargo. He gets the freestyle in Greco. Well, Super Thirty Two, he gets the folk style version of it, and or or at NHSCA's or, or Nationals out in, in Iowa. So there are options, but you know this is opportunity for him not just to to get his hands on rank guys, but to be that rank guy. And whereas, you know, you've taken guys to, to the beast, Brian, and, right. you know, we've seen Virginia teams, you know, Bill Swink's taking his teams all over the place. We've seen him, you know, you're getting partials at the Ironman. You're getting partials at the beast. But, you know, for the small school guys, events like this, the preseason, that, this might be their only chance. Absolutely. And absolutely. It, you know, the, the, his ability to be able to go there and, and you know, be in, in, in Stephen City and, and competing at Sharando where, Maybe uh, Coach Martin, who Pepper does a great job, but maybe they don't go to the biggest tournaments in the country. The fact that he's going to Fargo and, and being the runner-up, the fact that he's going to Super 32 and be the champ, the fact that he's going undefeated in NHSCA, how high is is this guy's ceiling when he goes to college when he really hasn't seen all those competition in his high school years? So it's, it's unbelievable for me to watch him uh, continue to rise and to the point where you know, he could really be the number one kid in the nation right now at 195 pounds out of Stevens City, Virginia. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's Stevens with a PH, by the way. And right. believe it or not, not the, it was not Sharando's first All-American out in Fargo. I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me who the other one was. I, I, uh, you cannot I go through my know. Fargo Almanac and look it up first. That's that's not, not – you can't hit pause on the record and go look it up. No, I said I, I. You can keep your dollar. I. Uh, I was thinking it's a heavyweight from back in the day, but I can't remember. You are. It was uh, Sean Reynolds. Yes, Cadet two forty two. Yep. Now I, 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 I can't tell you the exact year. It might have been or ninety nine. I believe it was probably ninety eight. Yeah. Because uh, he wrestled another Virginia guy in the placement matches. It was Chris Miller from Lafayette, and I'm not even looking this up right now. Scout's honor, even though I wasn't a scout. Anyway, so there's there's your Sharanda reference, but also you know. Bringing this up, like you know, Killian Cardinal, you know, at, at Patriot, and then Jeffrey Allen and Amherst. I mean, again, not power programs in 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 the way you think of nationally ranked Christiansburg, nationally ranked Colonial Forge. Yes, even nationally ranked Robinson. I mean, you, you've got these schools. This is where these guys are on the map. It's Fargo, and it's 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 this off season work. So those parents out there wondering what's all this off season stuff. This is why it's not just the power programs. That, that are putting these kids in, in on the radar. This is this is this is Amherst County. This this is Patriot. It wasn't even built when I was in high school. I mean, Patriot no longer. He is at Brentsville High School now. Just let you know. Now, yeah. You know what? I heard that. I did hear that. And, and and actually, his house, his little brothers will go to Brentsville. He's actually there. I think half of his house is in the Patriot District. And half of his house is in the uh, Brentsville District. So he decided to make a change. You, the Brentsville District District. Yes, the BDD. <laughs> yeah. So a- after I throw out that all that that 
that knowledge bomb of of, of Sean Reynolds. I screw up Cardinals' new high school. Jeez. But I hey, the same point. The same point can be made. I mean, this isn't '80s era single A with Thad Kiesnowski. This is this is now your new Brentsville district. So yeah, I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole with with information I know about single A. I mentioned Jagger Rutledge on a podcast the other day, and Earl Smith had about had a conniption. <laughs> You don't know anything about Jagger Rutledge. You you didn't go to the single A double A tournament and win by pin down there in Salem. Oh, do I need to say it? Go for it. As long as you don't say it at nationals. I will never say the pin fall at nationals. I was talking pin. <laughs> the thing is, you haven't been to Salem. You don't know that Waylon Ryder. Uh, uh, wait a minute, Waylon Ryder. He went to Magna Vista, I think, which isn't even in school anymore. What about pin? Everybody that's double. I'm still calling it double A. Anybody that's now. You know, double A or four A and below knows exactly what I'm talking about. Also, moving on because we could get in the weeds really quickly here because I, I'm feeling this. Nathan and, and Hazard, we got this energy going today. I, we do, got I, feel it. Like, I think it's because the Cubs hey, and the Indians are in the World Series. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm waiting for the Ricky Vaughn Henry Rowengartner uh, pitching matchup. <laughs> you know who one of them hey, is? Did Charlie do- Sheen throw out the opening pitch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think the foul lines he, disappeared. But oh, what's not good? He was lob- he was lobbying for it. <laughs> Ricky, give him the heater. Mm, I'm on Ricky. Give him the heater. Wow, thing. Wow, thing. <laughs> you really don't want to contend with me in karaoke, Mr. Coburn. Hazard can attest to this. Yeah. Uh so far go, bud. Yeah. Sashimi! Sashimi. Anyway, as we move on. Because again, we, we got to move on because this is just going nowhere fast. People at home are like, "What? What are we listening to?" As we said, other <laughs> other things that have gone come and gone. Uh, training day at UVA. Uh, why don't we uh, we get a little rundown and recap of that? Uh, Nathan, we'll we'll just start with you on that one. Oh man, it was awesome. I I was really impressed with the kids, the coaches, uh, the facility. I mean, UVA's facility has always been a great place. Garland knows how to run a great clinic there. And I mean, we actually capped off, uh, the official clinic at 60. I think we actually even had a couple kids over. I think we had 61, 62. And we had the best kids in all of Virginia there. It was an absolutely phenomenal clinic. I couldn't ask for a better showing. I couldn't ask for better technique. And also the kids energy was just constantly going at it at every session. They were just going as hard as they possibly could. And it was, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was a really awesome experience. It was, I, I'm at a loss for words with how, um, how fortunate I am to have the kids I do in the state of Virginia. Such an energetic bunch. All, everyone left there with the biggest smiles on their faces, even after, you know, five hours of just grueling, going after it as hard as they possibly could. Uh, the, these kids, the kids that showed up are definitely ready for this coming regular season. It gets me extremely excited for what's to come. Now we'll go to a man who has a lot of thoughts and a lot of things. Brian Hazard, your thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I love preseason training because uh, you get great training, but the, the reason I love the, the way that VAWA works, and I think it's been Team Virginia since I was in school, is that these kids have become so tight. They've been so become so close Kids from all over the state meet up at the and and they really put it on their calendars more than we're as a, as VAWA as an association are putting these things together. They're contacting each other and they're making it an event to be together as a team. And you know that's over the last couple of years in Fargo and over the last couple of years, um, there's a reason why we win 
the awards that we win there because these kids work together as a team and they really do see it as a program as much as their high school programs, as much as their, their club programs. Team Virginia is one of their major programs that they're part of. And I love to watch it. I love to watch the camaraderie and the way that they work together. Um, and you know, that, that's really a tribute to the, the people who have uh, worked so hard to do that over the last couple of years. So uh, hats off to, to all the folks who, who put these events together. And now up at uh, George Mason, Kevin Steinhouse, an All-American from the University of Minnesota, came in. Coach Joe Russell brought him in for a clinic in uh, Hazard. That's your alma mater, and uh, Joe's, uh, Joe's right down the street from you there. I mean, what was, what was that event like? Uh, it, was, it was a great event. Unfortunately, the only weekend they could get it was Super 32 weekend, and also the Pennsylvania Coaches Clinic was the same weekend. And, we, you know, we just have so many events going on. Um, but in talking to Joe, uh, you know, Kevin is, is a phenomenal character person and a great wrestling guy and, uh, put on a, a great coaches clinic for, for the group coaches that were there. Now, moving on, there's another bit of news that, uh, we're actually getting one of our VAWA, our former VAWA coaches to come back as the news came over the summer that, uh, Averett in Danville, not Danville, Danville. Danville. is adding a Division three wrestling program, and they made an announcement recently that they are hiring Tommy Owen as their new head coach. So it looks like we we lo- he was at he, he was at Mason, then we lose him to SIU Edwardsville, and he's coming back. Mainly, I know his wife is from Franklin, not Franklin County, but Franklin. Right. There's, there's a difference, and so uh, you know, I can tell you this: happy wife, happy life. So uh, we got Tommy Owen coming back. Hazard, how how stoked are you for this? Because this uh, is he, news to you. It's it, you, the. In our pre-show, that was news to me. Uh, I hadn't heard that yet. I've been under a rock somewhere. Uh, I'm actually texting him as we speak, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm psyched for him because he is a, he's one of the good ones. He's got a lot of energy. Um, he's got energy of, of all three of us together, and that's a lot of energy. Um, and he's got a lot of knowledge of the sport. And I know that he, he had wanted a head job. And so the fact that he's getting his opportunity to get a head job and start a program is pretty awesome. Yeah, Nathan, your experiences with Tommy. I mean, how excited do you have to have this guy back? And I'm pretty sure it's going to be just a matter of minutes before he's back in VAWA. Yeah, when I saw the uh, headline, I was I got super stoked because uh, Tommy actually helped me out a lot in the off seasons when I was wrestling at ODU and then coming back working out at Patriot Elite with Sahid and uh, Sahid Vance, all the other guys, and Tommy helped me out a lot. He, I'm excited, hoping to. Uh, don't want to say anything too quick, but uh, you know he did a great job before at Fargo, so. He'll definitely be on my radar, and uh, very, very excited to have him here back in uh, the great old Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah, you mentioned Patriot Elite. It, this is rare. I'm actually going to admit this because it's a this is a non-denominational Virginia show. If if you kind of catch my drift, even though uh, we've got two Old Dominion monarchs and one George Mason Patriot on here, but uh, I was actually wearing my Patriot Elite hat. Uh, the other day. It fits really well. Tom Carr gave that to me before he left to take the new coaching job out in McPherson, Kansas at Central Christian College. And he'd also sent me a George Mason shirt. And the only reason an Old Dominion person would wear anything that says George Mason on it is because of the wrestling relationship. So I, you will not find me wearing anything George Mason outside of wrestling. Now, we go to breakfast. What happens? My my youngest daughter spits up right on it immediately. So I, maybe it's something about that green hazard. I don't know if you can be around Ruby too much. She might just throw up on you. Yeah, I wear a lot of uh, I wear a lot of black because it's slimming, and so I, uh, I I I like the wind. They wear their black singlets as much as I like the green and gold. 
Yeah, but I do want to hang out with your daughter. She seems like a sweetheart. Yeah, is it the singlet make me look fat? No, your face does. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, but I want, to, I want to talk on this Avert thing a little bit because we've mentioned it with, you know, we've had all sorts of the, the Division Three growing. Nate Yetz are doing a great job. We've had members of, of Washington Lee on the coaching staff. Uh, Southern Virginia now fully Division Three eligible. Hampton, Sydney. with the pro, I mean, we, we went from, you know, WNL, the, the school everybody kind of forgot about in Virginia. Hey, you got, a, you got some D1s. Oh, hey, hey, we're down here. We're, hey, hey, we're down here. D3, hello. So now D3 is taking over in Virginia. I mean, this is this is providing so many more opportunities for our Virginia kids. And Brian, what have you seen? I mean, are, are your kids in your clubs and in, in the surrounding high schools, are they starting to look at these Division three opportunities? Uh, because they're they're new to them. I mean, Division three wrestling, you have to go to Pennsylvania, New Jersey. You're, you're getting – now they don't have to leave. I mean, granted, there's still, a lot of them are still private schools, but – this is still something that the culture has to be understanding of Division Three wrestling and how awesome it is. And, and you know, and that's a tribute to the NWCA. They've really been uh, putting their foot down and saying, "Let's get programs in in uh, in these Division Three schools." It helps with um, enrollment. And it, and as a coach, um, I actually need to do a better job of making sure that our kids know that uh, there are opportunities outside of the Division One wrestling. Um, you know, what do they say? There's less than 1% of kids move on to be a Division One athlete, especially in wrestling. And so, really, we need to sell these kids on there is an opportunity for you to compete at any level. And you can stay, you know, within three hours of home uh, in, a, in a Virginia school and, and be and be proud of, you know, where you're from. So, uh, it, it's, it's an exciting opportunity, um, and especially down that Route 29 or Route 81 corridor where we do have um, – some 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 nice programs and what Southern Virginia is there as well now. Yeah, that's one thing that <laughs> Lexington Buena Vista has three college wrestling teams. <laughs> yeah. VMI WNL in Southern Virginia. I mean, yikes, that's wild. Now moving forward, I want to uh, kind of still touch on the Division Three thing, Nathan. As far as where I'm excited about the Division Three angle is, and I talked with Gray Simons today for the Old Dominion show. And we were pointing out as many as a lot of Old Dominion alumni that are coaching high schools down in the, in the, in the southeastern portion of the state in Hampton Roads. And Brian, you know, there's a lot of George Mason alumni that are yep. out there coaching up in Northern Virginia, Virginia yep. Tech alumni in, in Southwest Virginia. This is giving us a few things as far as the coaches go. One, it's giving us another generation of college trained wrestlers once they come through to be you know, ready to coach high school in our state. That's a great thing. And two, Nathan, it's going to give us at VAWA an opportunity to get a lot of quality coaches to, to supplement our national team staff as well. Absolutely. A lot of quality coaches, great facilities. Um, the, the dilution as far as how many different plate opportunities we have throughout the state for kids to train at is just awesome. With the past year and a half, I mean, how many – how many schools have been added now with her have added wrestling in the state of Virginia? I mean, Averett and Southern Virginia were just the past year alone. Yeah. Hampton uh, Sydney's a new one as well. Um, so Hampton Sydney, of course. Yes. I mean, the, uh, the opportunities for kids in the state of Virginia and obviously outside that could come into these division three schools, they are tremendous. And definitely, I mean, I'm so excited for what the state of Virginia has as far as wrestling is concerned. And, I think we're going to have a lot of awesome opportunities coming in from outside of the state as well. I'm still waiting for Virginia Wesleyan and Christopher Newport. Man, that would be that'd be the home run right there. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really confused why um, 
Christopher Newport has hasn't added yet. Just in that Newport News area, which is is such an awesome place, and their facilities are fantastic. So if we could get Christopher Newport and William and Mary back, and then and then get what you know Virginia Wesling too, man, that'd be fantastic. Um, but you know when you were you were talking about just the ability to get teachers out of these colleges to come back and have a wrestling background to 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 coach. Um, you know, when, when, when you look at the number of high school coaches that come in and the attrition rate is so high, a lot of that's because they're not getting that experience in college. Uh, typically, the, the person who wrestles in college has a, a deeper knowledge and a deeper passion for the sport. So when they do come back to coach, they do uh, or we do retain them. And uh, so just having these new colleges with wrestling in Virginia uh, makes our coaching pool not that much bigger necessarily, but that much better because you're going to have guys who are really going to have that, just that passion in their gut to come back and coach. Yeah. And one thing that I think we saw this in actually uh, Omar McNeil posted this story that I wrote 16 years ago. Uh, he posted it on Facebook the other day and it was a, a story that I wrote about Longwood when they cut their program oh. and it started bringing up all these memories. You know, Ben Summerman was on that team and he was my roommate at Old Dominion for a couple of years. And, you know, I'm going back through and I'm thinking this, that this resurrected that argument or not that argument, but that discussion about when Longwood cut their program, that was a huge source of teachers and coaches within the state of Virginia. I mean, I think at one point, I, I mean, me and, uh, me and Lucia Grant were sitting at the, at a tournament, Mike, Mike Newbern's Virginia Holiday Classic at the Pavilion one year. And we just started counting off the top of our heads, high school coaches in the state at that tournament that went to Longwood. There was like, I mean, there was like 40 teams in this thing. I think with 25, we were counting it with the Longwood. And it was just crazy. I mean, you know, Longwood dropping their program and, you know, that was a huge teacher's school too. I mean, a bunch of my friends went there that are teachers, but that just, that crippled the the pipeline around, and now we're we're getting these programs back, Brian. This goes to your point. I mean, losing Longwood really stung, and now it's been sixteen years. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Sixteen years, jeez. Sixteen years. I mean, and my- I, I was thinking about that the other day because you know Longwood is one of the top physical education schools in the country and education in general, but their PE department is huge. And uh, we did u- just lose a crop of, of really good teachers and coaches. You know, I mean, Aaron Bradley was an All-American there. I mean, he was coached at Hanover for a long time. I mean, just did, you know, John Tanaka at Powhatan. He wrestled yeah. there. I mean, it was just, you know, it was a great Division two option. And this, I think this Division one pipe dream for that school, because I, I honestly kind of believe not to just sit there and get on, off track and then berate Longwood because, uh, you know, there, there are some great Longwood wrestling alums who ha- enjoyed the time at the school. And, you know, I mean, that there's a, a bad taste there if they lose it. But this is a problem with college athletics at a school like Longwood, which had its niche. It was it was a unique place for, you know, a lot of people that wanted to be teachers and coaches. That was a perfect opportunity. Division two, you didn't have a huge travel. But now they're I mean, have you heard anything about them on the division one level since they moved up? I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sports fan. And if, if it is, I think it's in like golf or, or something. It's it's they're a non-factor. They could have been a major player. In, in Division Two, and if they even w- were going to keep wrestling, they could have been in the CAA. They could they could have immediately had championship qualifiers. But uh, yep. I'm getting on my. I said I wasn't going to get on soapboxes tonight, but that's my Longwood soapbox. I mean, yeah, Nathan, we're 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 we're, we're just cutting you out of this discussion. No. <laughs> y'all y'all are aging me here with this whole Longwood thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm trying to think. How old are you, Mister Coburn? 
I'm 23. Okay, so you were seven when they cut the young and proud. Jeez. I actually think I might have. I think I might have socks older than you. That that might be the first time I've ever said that in my life. (laughs) In my first couple years of teaching, I had. I think you need to pick up some new socks. That's true. I got some wrestling T-shirts that I uh, my wife hasn't let me. Well, she's. I'm not letting my wife get rid of that are definitely from high school. That that's uh that's disgusting. Yeah, well, I haven't worn them in much. They're, they're in the. Uh, they're I hope in, you didn't practice in them, dude, I, dude. Come on, me. I mean, I didn't practice long enough in my life to actually get them that worn out. <laughs> Let's remember my wrestling career is as long as a post-it note. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as we got uh, time here at the end of the show, we're just kind of uh, breaking down some discussions uh, since we last chatted. Uh, you know, we've had Fargo, we've had all these things, and uh, we got preseason events, we've got wrestle offs going around. And and Nathan, what are you looking forward to most in this this high school and this college wrestling season? Let's just you know kind of get it off the Vawa train for a little bit. Just being a wrestling fan, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, well, personally, I, at least from a personal standpoint, I'm very excited to have my my first year as a an assistant coach coming in, and especially being at Hayfield, I think we have a great program coming in this season. Um, the college is going to uh, obviously seeing Old Dominion. We have a really young team, um, but I think it's uh, I think we got a pretty good shot at least placing top twenty here. Uh, definitely excited to watch the wrestle-offs tomorrow. They'll be streaming that live. Uh, George Mason having their first or uh, first home dual meet against Big Ten Indiana. That's going to be pretty awesome. Definitely excited to go there, and uh, I'm just really excited to see. Um, how obviously the teams that I'm fans of, whether it be Old Dominion, George Mason, due to the uh, my ties with Patriot Elite, and also even going over to D.C. to see American Wrestle, um, I'm just really stoked to see uh, what the state of Virginia has to offer, um, especially at the collegiate and high school level. And Brian, uh, he mentioned uh, American and Teague Moore. I mean, that brought us back to the time where we were up at the. We need to get Teague Moore to do some, some get some Permani brothers shipped in from I Western think, Pennsylvania. I think some uh, corned beef and um, and some, you know, we need some French fries on a sandwich on some nice Italian bread. Uh, I could I could do a Permanis brothers sandwich right now if yeah. it was in front of me. I would definitely eat it. I'd probably eat two, and I'm I'm more of the pastrami fan, and uh, I, I'll have that with a side of blo- uh, a side of holy blood sugar Batman. Yeah. <laughs> As, uh, now oh, we talked a little bit about this, and uh, Brian and I talked quite a bit offline and uh, via text and, and goofy things. What are you looking forward to? I mean, we're, one, we're still waiting for. The uh, the folks at the NCAA in Indianapolis to let us know if we're going to do uh, we're going to have the opportunity to do Division ones again, but uh, you know I mean outside of our own you know you know self appreciation on uh, and patting ourselves on the back, what are you looking forward to uh, as far as this high school and college wrestling season? You know I, I uh, more than just me or or more than just you and I announcing when you can watch these events live, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm 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 going to have the ability to go and watch the Rutgers uh, Princeton outdoor match. I think it's going to be great. We're going to do grapple in the garden. Um, but but really, you know, I've as I get a little older uh, as a coach and as a fan, um, you know, just the matchups that are so amazing. If you look at the rankings and and how these things stack up throughout the year, I love to watch people moving in different places and 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 growing up. And then you have the the, the shockers that come out of nowhere. Um, it, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Um, but, but the fact that, uh, you know, that we're still in a high school, 
Um, and for our state tournament, it's a little bit bums me out a little bit. The, the fact that we're not the Norfolk scope mm-hmm. and that the 4A is going to be at Churchland High School by themselves um, makes me sad. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll it'll be com- it'll be a comfort in being in 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 the high school uh, doing that state tournament again. Uh, I'm looking forward to Northern Virginia uh, watching some great wrestlers this year. Uh, Northern Virginia has has really come on as as uh, one of one of the leaders in the sport with with some great people. And uh, you know, just just looking forward to watching watching this group of of young men and young ladies come through is going to be fantastic. I just love wrestling. I. I don't know if I have any one particular thing. I just can't wait for the season to start to, to really watch it all happen. I just want to circle back to that Division Three thing that we were talking about earlier. I, I'm looking forward to having Brian Hazard. If we can get we can we can work 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 the, the schmoozing and get you out to D threes with me in lacrosse because oh, uh, I got the fingers crossed. You know Hershey was a great time. I tell you what. If, if we have any Virginians that are out there that might be traveling through La Crosse, Wisconsin, or in that part of the country, or you, you're listening to the show and you live in the Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, you know, Northern Illinois region, La Crosse, Wisconsin and La Crosse Center and the Division Three Championships, one of the most awesome experiences. And I understand that Ferrum is going to bid for the championships in the next four year cycle. So 19, 20, 21, 22, they're putting in a bid for, uh, I believe the Roanoke civic center, the Berglund center down there. So, uh, that's one thing that, uh, if that happens, we're going to have to be, I mean, I know Vava's going to be all over this. I'm going to, I'm going to be all over this, but I, I'm just kind of already looking ahead three, four, five, six years for this division three nationals. Hopefully it comes to Virginia, but lacrosse is an awesome place for it. So I want to, I want to make this the homework lesson for our Virginia wrestling fans and those that you follow your high school wrestling. That's great. I want, I want you to kind of have a homework assignment to follow more college wrestling this year. Pick and pick one of those Virginia division three teams that you may not have an association with and follow them. So you've got your, your, your big schools that you can follow, whether it's your alma mater or whether it's, you know, if you live in Fairfax, follow George Mason. If you live on, in Arlington, you can follow American. You, you're down at the beach. You follow Old Dominion, the apprentice school. Pick, you've got your D1. Pick a D3 in the state. Follow them. Become a fan of that team. And then, uh, hopefully in a couple of years, if, if the D3 championships do roll in to, uh, Roanoke, Virginia, we, you've got a natural fan base built in right there. So that's my, uh, that's my support hashtag grow wrestling topic of the day. And I'm out of breath. Whew. Well, I'll, I'll follow that up. Um, I, I had never really been a part of division three until I announced the division threes at Hershey, um, two years ago. And I didn't really know what to expect. Number one, the wrestling is fantastic, just unbelievably fantastic. Number two, the camaraderie between the coaches is so much different, and the and the athletes are so much different than Division One. It is so much fun to watch. It is such a great show. Um, you know the 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 teams are not just the typical great teams every year. Every couple of years, you have these um, huge sways of teams that are very good. Besides your Wartburg and your Augsburg and you know, a couple of others. There's so many teams that can jump up in that Division Three ranks, and uh, you know, I recommend becoming a part of the Division Three fan group because it's it's pretty awesome. Nathan Coburn, any final words? Things that we can look forward to coming up from Vawa before we uh, we call it a day here on the Virginia Wrestling Roundup. Well, come on out to uh, the Fall Classic this weekend. Also, uh, you know, send some thoughts and prayers, and uh, obviously donations if you have the opportunity to uh the amazing rick jones 
And um, besides that, two up, two down, baby. Two up, two down for Nathan Coburn, Brian <laughs> Hazard. I've been Jason Bryant. And again, hit that link up at uh, mattalkonline.com slash Rick Jones. That'll be your, your donation link right to uh, Coach Hazard's GoFundMe page. And we'll see you next time. Two up, two down. Woohoo! is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.